Welcome to Unlimited Parenting, where we discuss having children with disabilities or special health care needs. I'm your host, Allison, and with me today are Sarah and Melissa. And I am extra excited today because this is not your normal episode. Today is a special edition bonus feature, if you will, and I am joined by some of my team to share our whys and what brought us here to Idaho Parents Unlimited. But before I open up the floor to you ladies for discussion, I just want to add to make sure our listeners know that there are five parent education coordinators here at Idaho Parents Unlimited. Um, Rosario could not be here today, and neither could Amanda, because Amanda just had a baby. Shout out to Amanda and her happy baby. So a little bit about them real quick. They are both uh, bilingual parent education coordinators. Rosario has been here since so long we've lost count. Yeah, (laughs) she just celebrated... 12th 13th anniversary? no that was candace that was candace oh my gosh our bookkeeper so rosario's yeah. been here even longer so mm-hmm. probably 13 14 15, uh, i believe it's it's up there yep. rosario's been here a while she's Let's, been here yeah. for a very long time yes yep she knows the stuff and the things and amanda's been here for a little over a year mm-hmm. and she also does some social media stuff yep a little bit on the side for us so She dabbles. The people that are in the room with me right now are the three main people that you would get on the phone if you called us. Yeah. Hence, all of us collecting in this room today (laughs) to talk to you so that you know a little bit about, you know, when you call, who are you talking to? Are we parents? What are our credentials? Mm -hmm. How do we know the stuff? Who wants to go first? Do you want me to eeny, meeny, miny, mow it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can Sarah, go first. Yeah, Sarah, you go I first. I've, I've been here since yeah. um, September of, oh dear, 2016. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Don't look at us. Oh, we weren't here. Yes. It's been <laughs> since 2016, September of 20. Wow. Yeah. So I'm in my six and a half years here. Wow. So yeah, if you do the math, wow. seven years in September. Wow. Wow. It really flies, guys. Wow. Why are you here? (laughs) Well, not existentially and not literally like in this room, but question, Allison. No, um, I have uh, three children. Um, My oldest is 24 years old. um, And uh, then I have a 22 year old. And then our youngest, um, my youngest is 18. I mean, oh my gosh. Hold the phone. Not He's 17. Right. He'll be 18 Wait. in August. <laughs> Don't rush that, Sarah. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm focused on 18 because we have about five months left um, until he turns 18 um, August 4th. So, And there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work. So when, that yeah. number 18 is I'm focused um, directly on because I'm preparing for him to become an adult and the things and the stuff that we have to think about when he turns mm-hmm. 18. But anyway... Um, he is our, um, our, uh, what do you want to call him? Our sweet, um, boy who. He's the reason you're here. He is the reason. He is the reason that, um, I found myself in this position and, um, the experience that has led me to be here. My credentials are in Truman and, um, along with that comes, a fast track nursing degree honorary i should say i did not go to school for that but i 
certainly know a lot um, about the medical field and raising a medically complex child. Um, he's been in school accessing special education since he was in the NICU, the neonatal intensive care unit at St. Luke's, then went to the infant toddler program right out of there, and um, early to childhood developmental preschool, and from there we're, we've been using and accessing special education services and probably will until he's 21. But yeah, home and community-based services, so yeah. Everything that we do here in our office, um, we've had a direct relationship with, what I is guess. It? Lived experience is the yes. best experience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I do have a college degree, but I'm in, and uh, it has helped us along our way. But I really, I started out wanting to be a, pre, a preschool, elementary school teacher. Um, I was a preschool teacher for quite some time. Um, and then I went to formal education to be a, a um, teacher. And just before I was ready to um, graduate, I had Truman. So um, I didn't feel it was very fair to be in a classroom and have a child with complex needs that we weren't prepared for. <laughs> so anyway. But in your past life, you were going to be a teacher. I was. I was, but and now, now I am a teacher. You I are, am. right? I yeah. teach families, and I teach youth, and I used to coach um, at the high school. So I've been able to use my experience, um, formal training and informal training, to teach families and share my experience just as I would in a classroom. Fair enough. How about you, Melissa? Why are you sitting here, here in this dark room with me? I don't know why. I'm so sorry, listeners. I feel like that might need a little bit of an explanation. We're in a room where the light shuts off if we don't frantically move every 30 yes. minutes. I'm sure there's a way to fix that. But so we're sitting here by candlelight. <laughs> it's very, it, it's, we it set sets the mood. The mood. It, it sets the mood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am sitting here because I also had a child that was born and required me to be his advocate. I didn't set out wanting to do this. I didn't, um, you know, I just, I didn't sign up to do this just because. um, You thought it'd be neat. Because I thought it'd be neat. I had a child (laughs) that made me become an advocate. I had a child that forced me into this line of work and I am so incredibly grateful for it. This isn't what I wanted to be when I grew up. I don't think any one of us did. I don't think, I didn't know this even, this world even existed. Exactly. Right. Same. I didn't even know this world existed. Yeah. Um, so my background is not anywhere even close to this. It's, it, um, I have a degree in HR, business management. I was in kind of, you know, I worked in the retail sector. Um, I worked in training and operations. Um, and then COVID hit and I couldn't do that for another day in my life. And this just kind of, I saw an ad on Facebook. So potentially that's why Facebook could be why I'm here. <laughs> thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you, thank you, Mark. Um, and I, I read it. I'm here too, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. A friend saw it. Yeah. Um, I read it and then I was like, nah, whatever, I have a job. And then I, I came back to it and I, I read it and I'm like, 
I could do that. I could totally do that. I could help parents navigate these systems that I have been navigating. And at that time, uh, so I've been here about a year and a half. I started in January of 2021, right in the middle of pandemic. Um, That was interesting. I had a job uh, or a, you know, an interview on zoom. I mean, all this stuff was, is very, was very new. It was crazy. Um, but that's why I'm here. I'm here because I have, I have four kids. Um, my oldest is 17. She's, oh, she's going to be 18 pretty soon. She's going to graduate. So don't, that's why I'm saying, Sarah, don't rush it. Don't rush it because I'm also in the same boat. We have graduating seniors this year. Um, and then I have a 15 year old and my 13 year old has a rare neurological chromosomal deletion called Angelman syndrome. Um, we found out when he was nine months old, um, he had a big old huge seizure that kind of fast tracked our diagnosis. I knew as a mom, something was wrong right off the bat. My pediatrician kept saying, no, he's the third kid. He's lazy. I just knew and my mommy gut told me. Um, so that, that's why I'm here, I guess. We, we have a little bit different. I have a different story than Sarah. I, I, we didn't spend time in the NICU. You know, I didn't know that there was truly a diagnosis until he was a year old is when we got his official diagnosis. We knew that there was some, a chromosomal deletion at about nine, eight to nine months. Um, and, and then we started into the programs, like Sarah said, then we started, then we were in infant toddler, then we were in all the therapies, developmental preschool, accessing special education. Reese is now in the seventh grade. Um, and he still is accessing his education that way, you know, through special education. And he will be until he's 21. Um, and you're also utilizing children's oh, developmental disability yep, yep. and through Medicaid Absolutely. and all of those systems yes. well within your wheelhouse. Yeah. So I guess that goes back to it. When I looked and I said, you know, what is Idaho Parents Unlimited and what do they do? I was helping friends mm-hmm. that were going through these things. Right. I was, so to have the opportunity to be in it, involved in, you know, an organization that helps and supports families statewide mm-hmm. was really, mm-hmm. really exciting for me. Um, so that's, I'm glad I found it. Long story short, I'm here and that's how I found it. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. Reese is why. Reese is yeah. why. Yeah. Reese and Truman, shout out to Reese and Truman. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just thinking about what Melissa said, I think that when we are going through some of the things that we go through as parents raising um, these kiddos, we see um all of the main many wonderful benefits and then all of the challenges that families go through yeah and in our in the back of our mind we think it shouldn't be this hard how do Mm -hmm. how do people find out about these services and all of these things like you see on social media you talk to your friends and they say well i have this how do you have that well go here and so you know we are like well this needs to be this needs to be in one central location. And lo and behold, here we are. It is. And so yeah. we use, I always think that in, you know, I'm not going through this journey for nothing. I mean, I've got to take what I'm learning in the trials mm-hmm. and the, the, how hard it is sometimes and how good it is and share this so that I'm not just going through it just to go through yeah. it and... Right, <laughs> not waste my time, but this stuff is. I'm not. I, I won't sugarcoat it. It's this stuff is hard, and um, I've got to be able to share what I'm learning in order to help others. And that's what we do here. We want the journey and and the path to be as um, empathetic and not easy because I won't say it's easy, mm-hmm. um, but as uh, 
smooth as it can be. Um, like if we can give you a resource that you weren't already absolutely. aware of and it makes your life even a yep. smidge easier. Right. Like nobody's gatekeeping the information, but it's really hard to figure out on your own. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's, there's people here that get it. Mm -hmm. I guess that's the other thing, you know, working in an organization before my organization was great that I worked for. I'm not saying that it wasn't a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. I have so many friends from there, but to, to work in a workplace that every single one of us is a parent of a child with complex disabilities or special healthcare needs, or, you know, just, disabilities in one way or another Mm -hmm. we get each other and when we you know that's that's so nice to be able to have that Mm -hmm. to be on a team that truly truly understands right right going through we have staff here who have kids with mental health diagnoses complex mental health diagnoses accessing the idaho's yes um program services and um, you know, we, we see it all here. There isn't a story that, unfortunately, that shocks us. Yeah. Um, I, and that, uh, yeah. so I want to ask you, Allison, why are, are you, you here? Yeah. How much time do you have? <laughs> are you going to say Facebook, too? <laughs> I, I'm actually not going to say Facebook. So I found Idaho Parents Unlimited through my children's school. Very nice. Super. Yes. So on one of the monthly flyers... There was a little blurb about how there was a thing called parent leadership upcoming and it was going to be in our region. And they said, you know, this is for parents of children with disabilities or special health care needs. If you're interested and want to be active, you know, click here and apply. And I did because I was trying to be as active as possible because my kids were. Um, I don't know how to say it. My kids don't look unique disabled yeah is that a good way to describe them yeah they yeah silent disability absolutely yeah they they you know i just get the people in the grocery store who say things like you know you need to you need to uh discipline your child right because they don't see him as you know right being disabled so i was actively trying to be in the community applied got accepted went to leadership with all of these other ladies that you hear here And from there, I just, I actually remember being in McCall at leadership and thinking, wouldn't it be so cool to work here? Like, wouldn't that be cool? And then they had a job opening and here I am. Yeah. The rest is history. The rest is history. Um, Unlike Sarah and Melissa, it was my oldest child who started it all, I guess, you know, spent some time in the NICU He's always been what I lovingly refer to as the gray area. <laughs> he never, <laughs> he doesn't jump he out oh, he is. in one. You know, if you're in um, developmental preschool, they say you have to be three standard deviations away from the mean in one category or one and a half in two. And my son was consistently like 1.45 away <laughs> in a category so it's always been this is this is truly a child that we need to help but we don't know where to stick him but so that's me and my second child came along um a little more apparent I want to say than my first child more recognizable that this was a a kid who could definitely benefit from early intervention which 
huge proponents of early intervention oh, here because that is where the work is done. Absolutely. We have put in time in early intervention. And yeah, I would say uh, I can't speak highly enough of it. Yeah. So those first two kids, they're now in second and first grade. Um, unlike my other coworkers here, my <laughs> oldest son is solely supported by a 504. He did have an IEP, but now he's just on a 504. And I still know a lot about IEPs and we're accessing children's developmental disability. Like Sarah mm-hmm. said earlier, I am that parent with a child who's supported by the YES program, dual diagnosis with some pretty complex mental health things going along with both of my boys having being autistic. So yeah, I have a total of three kids went to school for psychology, wanted to, wasn't sure if I was going to be a psychologist or a therapist, but it's going to be somewhere helping people. And, and I had kids and I stopped working and everything changed. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like what Melissa said earlier about how you just know Mm -hmm. there's something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And you guys, both Sarah and Melissa had the benefit of having kids other kids first and so it might have stuck out more to you yeah I think you're right but I was just like you know when your kid is nine ten months old and they're babbling mama dada and then all of a sudden there's like a solid year year and a half Mm -hmm. where they say nothing that's just not in the book right right Right. yeah no that's not the book and I'm like (laughs) I mean that brings up such a good point when parents like parents are Mm -hmm. calling us because this stuff isn't in a book. Right. There's no right. manual that tells you how to access home and community-based services. Right. It's not what, on a billboard. What to do when you're, you know, like. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. I learned, like I said, I went to parent leadership, learned so much at parent leadership. And then I was like, oh, this is great. I know so much. So, so much. And I started working here. And I just remember within the first week what what do you mean I right. could get diapers <laughs> provided to me? I loved Hold it. Hold on, stop. <laughs> she would come in my office and I'm like, what else can I get her today? <laughs> Prescriptions too? Stop the yeah. presses. Yeah. But so, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. exactly. Right. And even right. when I start to feel really confident, I, all of a sudden I'm like, I did not even know right. that mm-hmm. that existed. Yeah. And that's so great because mm-hmm. of all the professional development we get mm-hmm. and we get we get the opportunity to go cross country to be in a large room with other mm-hmm. all every state has a parent training information, family to family health information center. We get the opportunity to go meet with them, network, mm-hmm. compare, contrast resources that and how, how do you help families and what demographic right. Do yeah. your families fit in and how do we reach those families that are in our rural communities right so when we are we're just as frustrated as everybody else when they mm-hmm. don't know who we are and how we help right yeah. and we uh, yeah. actively every day you know hence in all honesty cards on the table hence the podcast right, right. just mm-hmm. another method modality to reach people yeah. webinars mm-hmm. podcasts trainings yeah, I, I mean, we're such a s- small organization, but we are statewide. You know, there's there's only, what, nine of us in the yeah, whole company. nine and the 
four of us, three of us right now are mainly the ones who are taking calls and emails from from our families across the state. (laughs) So, I mean, but it goes back to the, you know, we don't have this an exponential advertising budget or a marketing budget that we are able, you know, to spread the word, our word far and wide that this is what we are and who we, what we can do. You know, there's not, we don't have the ability to do that. So we rely on parents and we rely on parents to tell their friends and their other parents and, you know, tell the girl what, um, sitting next to you in the waiting room at at your kid's therapy or wherever really, really, that's how we get our word of mouth out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we are just as frustrated that people don't know we exist until they actually really, really, right. really, really need us. Right. Not before to kind of, you know, just get their feet wet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually pretty bad. But on the flip side, if we do have a parent who's, you know, got a new diagnosis, yeah. this is their just dipping their toes in the water. We have a lot of established resources. Right. Yes. And we start slow. Right from the beginning and try not to make it overwhelming. No, I think that's important that you said that, Allison, because we we do. And I just had this conversation with someone else um, the other day that we remember what it was like. I remember leaving the NICU with a binder filled with resources, filled with information. Did I open that once I got home? No, it was overwhelming. And so I think that when we do help our families, we try to do it in chunks Mm -hmm. that are manageable and realistic and um, so that we can give this little bits of information to our our parents and and families and grandparents, whoever it is calling our office, little chunks and bits of um, information and resources or steps that they could potentially take in order to get what it is that they need. And then, um, then we always are here yeah. for the next step or. Uh, yeah. I would always say that comes from our experience. Right. I mean, we, mm-hmm. there's your binder didn't work. It, it didn't, didn't work. There was no way you could have opened that and then gone, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm mm-hmm. going to do this and I'm going to do this. You needed a human right. to really help you. What is the first step? Right. Uh, and that's what we that's what we do. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish that I had known about Idaho Parents Unlimited right when we got Reese's mm-hmm. diagnosis. It would have been huge right. because I didn't I didn't have a clue and okay. I figured it out on my own. But it was it was trial and error. Right. And and parents wouldn't have to do that if they knew that there was a resource. And every right. every state has an Idaho Parents. Well, they may it's have gonna a, be called it's not, something. It right. obviously is. Right. Yeah. Um, but a parent training and information mm-hmm. is in every state, and that's a resource that is so underutilized. Let's leave it like mm-hmm. that. And I don't want people to feel like it's a one and done. Like typically, no. we are we're working with you mm-hmm. for years, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as you need. Yep. And I think another really important thing to mention: a benefit of working here is you know you call me. You're not just calling me. I'm going out to Melissa and Sarah, <laughs> right. and we're yes. all. Br- we're all brainstorming together to figure out, is there another resource you could, mm-hmm. you could help this? Yeah. What would you say, you know, kind of a thing. In right. fact, we just, <laughs> we just did some rearranging in our office to make it easier yeah. for us to collaborate <laughs> together. <laughs> I think we yeah. could just yell now. We don't even have to we walk don't. out of our office, right? <laughs> no, but we will. We, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we do all of us, even, even though I've been here for almost seven years and Angela, our executive director, who's been here for um, 
I think she's going on 11 or 12 years as well. We all collaborate with each other on the issues that we're that we're taking the calls and emails um, for. And yeah. additionally, we're very active and we follow closely legislation mm-hmm. oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and collecting testimonies from parents and, you know, calling on people who feel comfortable speaking to right. Idaho legislature yeah. and we're active kind of in all, if there's an area that touches parents or children with disabilities, we're there and yeah, we have a yeah. seat at the table. Yeah. Our partnerships are just, I mean, our statewide partnerships are unbelievable. Yeah. It's, I mean, we, we're very, very proud of how we have worked to be mm-hmm. seen as these credible, reliable sources. We are not just parents. Right. Um, and I th- think that's, that's really big. Um, and, and it, and something that we are really, really proud of. I mean, we have the state department that we partner with all the time, the state department of education. I mean, we can pick up the phone and ask a question to make sure that the information that we are providing is still as relevant as it, as it is when we find it or when we use it. Um, we are, it's the same with, um, the department of health and welfare. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was like, and no, it's okay. I I I knew where you're where you're going. Right? With the See, Melissa. we know, right? <laughs> and you know, and vice versa. The State Department will call uh-huh. us, and the Department of Health and Welfare from their different departments will call us to see if we have heard anything different, or if we know of any resources to help families um, that 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 they're working with. And um, you know, we are a neutral party. We don't pick sides. We don't. We don't say on the side of the state department of ed or any school districts um or our partners with the schools um yeah we that's don't, a really good point we don't pick sides with the department of health and welfare we are truly a i think one of our um, former parent leaders um called us the librarians of special education mm-hmm. and healthcare because we are we will find that information we will find the accurate up-to-date relevant um information for our families that um, is going to help them the best way that they can. 100%. You call us, you tell us mm-hmm. your situation, and we give you tools you can use. Absolutely. But couldn't I just find it in a Facebook group? Potentially. Potentially <laughs> well, you, you could. could. You could, but it, it you're going to get someone's experience exactly. in a way that they experienced it, and that might not necessarily fit within your, within your situation. Yes. Or the information is... You know, it's like the telephone game, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's and what he said, and then she said, and then he, and then she, and she next to her. And so it doesn't discount that there was a, a conversation and an experience mm-hmm. by by any means. Um, but what we but what we do when we um, follow up with our calls um, and emails is we provide the direct language that it comes from, the resource yes. that the information comes from, and then who to contact um, to yeah. to follow up if, if yeah. that needs help. And we're parents ourselves, but we are not ever going to say this is what you have to do. No, we are not going to provide you advice. We are going to mm-hmm. provide you resources, factual, credible information, and allow you to make those decisions on it, your own. Empower, yeah. empower you as a parent mm-hmm. or a grandparent or a family member to make your own choices. Yep. Exactly. We don't want you to call and have you leave the call saying, oh, well, Melissa at mm-hmm. iPoll said 
we want you to leave the call saying, well, I got these resources, the special education manual for Idaho says, mm-hmm. or this from the certified family home portion of health and welfare's website says, mm-hmm. we don't, we're going to give you, we're going to cite our sources. We have Absolutely. the receipts. Yes. We're bringing <laughs> receipts. Yes. We are. I like yep. it. But on the yeah. flip side, if you say your child has just been diagnosed, you have an autistic child, mm-hmm. I might say, well, this is what I did. Absolutely. Yeah. This is a resource I like. Mm-hmm. Yes. This yes. worked for my family. It might work. It might not. But this is this is what we tried. And yeah. so far it's working. And tagging on kind of what you said earlier about gatekeeping information, if you're going to call us and you're going to ask us about, let's just say, ABA, mm-hmm. and in some Facebook groups that might be kind of a faux pas, but I would give you resources about right. it. Yeah. Right. There's nothing oh, that's sure. going to be off limits here, nope. or I'll just give you the evidence-based research mm-hmm. that I have Absolutely. on whatever therapy you're asking for. I'm not going to recommend any specific doctor right. or any right. specific therapy. You come with a situation mm-hmm. and I tailor resources to the questions that you asked. Right. 100%, yep. We you always have it. that saying, we meet our families where they're at. Uh-huh. And that's what that means. Um, we we meet you where it is that you need your information. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I would even go so far as whatever modality you absolutely. need your information. Yep. You know, we are finding, hence the podcast, uh-huh. but <laughs> we are finding that, you know, different parents have different ways of receiving information or how they need to be able to receive information. So if you need to text, we can text. If you want to email, we can mm-hmm. email. If you need to zoom, we can zoom. I mean, we really do meet right. families where they're at because we recognize that it is as a family member, mm-hmm. it, it can be really difficult to find that space. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put you on the spot. What is one thing that you wish parents knew about whatever you want it to be about, about calling IPOL, about being a parent of a child with a disability or special health care need? Is there anything I wish they knew about IPOL. I wish they knew that every state has one of us um, because I wish I had known that. Um, I'll jump into, I wish people, I wish parents had the knowledge that every state is different. Yeah. So what you can get in Idaho, you might not get in another state Mm -hmm. while IDEA and, you know, Mm-hmm. 1973 Rehabilitation Act of 1973. While all of that is federal regulations, there are still programs and things that differ by state. Yep. I wish that was common knowledge. Yeah. Can I, can I pick two things? Oh, of course. Okay. Um, when families reach out to our office, there might be a 24-hour turnaround. Um, so you're not going to directly be able to call an email unless you have our direct emails or whatever, but it, it might take... It might take up to 24 mm-hmm. hours for someone to get back to you. Because um, there's not very many. Because there's only, yeah. <laughs> right now there's three of us. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say we don't. I mean, we we take about 10 to 15 calls a week, sometimes more, or emails, and we get back to our, mm-hmm. our um, people who call us and email us. Um, and, uh, and then, um, I can't remember the other thing, but I think that, I'll, I'll remember it in a minute, but I think that's 
that's it. Just being patient. Um, oh, I now I remember with us um, as we make sure that we are getting you all what you need um, and um, in the most timely fashion that we can. Sometimes it's not 24 hours. It's faster. Um, if you call on a Friday night, we're definitely going to, it's going to be Monday morning probably. Um, but then um, on the other, on another, totally another end of this, um, we do not have the capacity um, to attend appointments or meetings. She stole mine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we are housed in the Boise area, but we um, take calls and emails and texts and um, carrier pigeon from across the state. <laughs> um, and, you know, we we do have a, to battle with the time zone, and sometimes that's yeah. tri- tripped us up. But we um, we wish we could go to IEP meetings, but um, our philosophy here is that we empower our parents and family members to advocate for their own families for what their families need because you all know what your family yeah. needs the most yeah we it, do not exactly that's our job is mm-hmm. to give you your rights your responsibilities how you can be an advocate um in your special education meeting or in your doctor's appointments but yeah it's it's right we can't attend those there's just uh-huh. physically no human way possible right. and also we are not we do not charge families or professionals for mm-hmm. our services yeah all of our services come at no cost to families and professionals who who seek our our services. So yeah. um, most of the information you get is um, valid, vetted, reliable. Um, and so, you know, we are you. We don't feel we need or have to pay for those services. They are your rights, yep. your responsibility. You don't have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're like the internet. We're free. Maybe not like Wi-Fi, but the internet. (laughs) Is is this a good metaphor? My metaphor is running off the rails, isn't it? That's okay. I think the only thing that I would add to this is, um, this may sound weird, but uh, please don't be afraid to be emotional when you call us. Because we are moms who, we've been there, done that, right? And I... I feel sad when a parent calls and they're crying and this is hard and they need help and then they apologize yeah. for crying. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why, but uh, yeah. like, please feel comfortable yeah. telling us as much as you feel comfortable telling yeah. us. Mm-hmm. I mean, our society has just made us as right feel like we have to apologize anytime we show emotion, mm-hmm. but we get it. We have all been in in that meeting that right yeah we've all been in a meeting that we've cried we've all walked out of a doctor's appointment and just didn't i mean we have all been there i guess is that just the over yeah i mean we just have been there and if we haven't i mean i guess that's the other thing that i would just love to let people know if they call and i am routed their intake and i don't know anything about you know ABA therapy. I'm going to throw that out there. I don't know anything about it. My child doesn't receive mm-hmm. that. It's not anything mm-hmm. in our wheelhouse. I have someone in my office that does, though. And I'm going to, I don't even have to walk down the hall anymore. No, ma'am. <laughs> knock on the wall next to me. And Allison, I'm going to say, Allison, help me with this. Yeah. But on the on the flip side, if she has, you know, a family that comes and is um, 
Let's just say PCS hours. PCS hours, I was going to say, has a G-tube. Exactly. Sarah and I are her people, you know, Mm -hmm. so she could come to us, talk about G-tube supplies. Where do I need to get these feeding and... Someone in Someone this office in is going to be able to help. <laughs> they have yes. the answer to your question yes. 100%. I, and I love that for us. Yeah. I love that there is nothing that really stumps us. And if something does, we have a partner that can that can really right. fish us out of that hole. Yeah. Not a hole, but we have partners that are on our speed yeah. dial that we get to pick up and just have those conversations yep. with. We're really lucky in that respect. We are. We are. Yep. Well, I hope you enjoyed this special edition. I did. Thank you so much, everyone out there for listening in. If you are in Idaho or planning on moving over here to Idaho and have any questions on systems or services for children with disabilities or special health care needs, please reach out to us on our website, ipulidaho.org. That's I-P-U-L-Idaho.org. Or by giving us a call. Be sure to come back next time for our regularly regularly scheduled programming. Until then, I'm Allison, and this has been Unlimited Parenting.